The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What took an engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? In the first series Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Tyson Stockton. Hey, what's going on? My name is Tyson Stockton from previsible.io. And in this week, we're going to be discussing how to unlock organic growth and measure ROI of organic search. Joining me today is Adrian Menard, who is the CEO and co-founder at Botify. Botify is the leading performance marketing platform for organic search and expert support services. Botify is the secret to being found in the new search era. Fueled by AI and a proprietary, unified data model, Botify empowers organizations to protect and grow organic web traffic organically, driving sustained profitability and brand authority. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Yesterday, Adrian and I talked about protecting and growing web traffic organically. Today, we're continuing the conversation and we're going to be diving into how ROI redefines organic search. And with that, here's my conversation with Adrian Menard, CEO and co-founder at Botify. Adrian, welcome back to the podcast. Yes, happy to be here again. Thank you. So today we're talking about ROI, one of the the long discussions within the industry and something that I feel like a lot out there still kind of struggle with. And I think ROI in its traditional sense is something well understood and well known, but the nature of how it works within SEO 
or even kind of articulating and demonstrating it effectively to upper management, I feel like is still an area within our industry that a lot kind of struggle or may not feel as comfortable with. How are you thinking about ROI in the framework of organic search? Yes, that's, of course, a very important question. And, you know, when I'm, I'm being asked about what we do at Botify, I always answer that we are problem solvers, problem solvers for our clients. And, and yesterday we talked a lot about the number one problem that they are facing, which is the velocity of SEO, the necessity of doing more with less quickly to impact the website. The second problem I'm seeing in every conversation we can have with clients or prospects is really about, yes, ROI, the capacity to measure the impact of SEO on the top line on the profitability of the organization. You know, I think we, 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 we live in a world where, to make it short, everyone is asked to do more with less. It means that every decision in a commercial organization is now made on the capacity to generate at least $1 of revenue for every dollar invested. And surprisingly, in ACO, I would say that we were not speaking the same language than the organization. Generally speaking, the, you know, the executives they want to know about revenue on ROI. They want to talk about CAC, about LTV. When we, as an industry, we have been very much focused on technicals, keywords, ranking metrics. And it means that we were two different worlds living together, but not speaking the same language. And I think it's... Uh, we, as, as an industry, we have to make our revolution here because if we don't speak the same language than the organization, it means that by definition, there will be less resources, less investments allocated to what needs to be done in SEO. So, I mean, one year ago, we, based on the endless conversations we've had with the clients around this concept of measuring the return on investment in ACO, we decided to build an internal project group. And as always at Botify, we, we worked with, uh, you know, a cross-functional approach. So we put a team together from the strategic team, from the product team, from the product marketing team, and we we really invested some time to think about, okay, what can we do to define a new measurement framework for SEO? We, we of course, discussed with, with the clients because at Botify, we are lucky to work with some of the most innovative SEO teams in the world. And I was actually very surprised to see how much they were keen to participate into the project. But I, you mean your, your question, the question you just asked is, is exactly top of mind for everyone. So anyway, what is interesting is that so we work together, we, we build scenarios, we build um, the models made of revenue inputs and cost inputs, and we landed with a new measurement framework called ROS. So ROS stands for Return on Organic Search Spend. 
And the idea was to create a measurement framework that can be comparable to what the advertising world is using with a model called ROAS for return on advertising spend. And so you probably know, uh, and probably most of the people who are going to listen to us today are aware of uh, the importance of ROAS in the advertising world. Because it means that for every single dollar invested, you can measure dollars generated. So ROAS works the same way, with the same idea. And what is interesting is that the early uh, models on the proof that with one dollar invested in ACO, you're going to generate between three to five times more dollars than with one dollar invested in paid advertising in general. So I think it's, it's a fantastic tool for SEOs to defend the investments that are necessary to impact your SEO performance. You hit on a couple really key elements there that I'd like to just kind of double down for the listeners. Like first and foremost, we have to be speaking the same language as the executives in the organization. If we want SEO to not be the sidelined, misunderstood piece, we have to also be making our effort to communicate and speak in that same language. And so I think any SEO out there, like especially if you're in a management or leadership role, like you need to have comfort and familiarity in these topics because regardless if it's how we talk about like internally or within SEO about initiatives and tasks, it's how the leadership groups are going to be evaluating and that endless struggle that we have in SEO of getting resources, getting buy-in, like this is a key way or key tool to achieve that. And so I think one is just more of the advocation on your points is like, if you're an SEO, lean into this. <laughs> like there's no way around it. If you want future career development opportunities, more resources, it's going to have to be something that you're very familiar with. And then I'd like to dig in a little bit more into this framework because I think one is SEO is like, great, we have maybe depending on where someone's at on their development, maybe there's some understanding of like, okay, what is this? How are others talking about it? But we have this huge opportunity because we have such potential to have such a strong return on investment within SEO efforts in comparison to other marketing channels that are paying for every specific user that's coming to the website. So it's like, yeah, maybe it's a new game to you, but it's a game that you're very, just by the nature of being an SEO, that you're very well equipped to do well in. And so I think it'd be interesting for you to kind of just describe the framework for return on organic search spend can you kind of walk the listeners through the framework that you're using at Botify for that? Yes, certainly. So the the framework is actually uh, quite simple to understand. Okay, we are taking some revenue inputs generated by SEO that we are going to compare to some cost inputs. So we are using SEO annual traffic, SEO annual revenue, projected, so it depends on actually if you want to compare what happened in the past or what you want to forecast in the future. But yeah, so we are simply comparing the revenue and traffic inputs to the cost associated to 
the generation of those revenues. And in the cost inputs, we are going to take into account the technical SEO people uh, that may be involved in the project, the SEO agency and services, and of course, the SEO software and licensing. And what is interesting is that by comparing the revenue and traffic to the cost associated to that, we can clearly define that the SEO channel is the most sustainable and profitable of the marketing channels. That's super important. And here, I want to take the opportunity that, uh, of course, organic marketing in general is not going to replace paid marketing. Okay, I, I think paid and organic have to live together, have to potentially compensate the strengths and the weaknesses of the other channels. But what is even more important with this model is that we want to empower um, the marketing organization to be able to articulate their, their or to allocate the best way possible their marketing investment with this idea that you are going to create an audience that will enable you as a brand to be found in the long term. And that if for some reason you had to stop investing in paid advertising for a certain period of time, at least you are not going to disappear from the surface of the internet. That's, that's super important. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Absolutely. And I feel like bringing this from like a, an overall program perspective has that value and that justification to leadership of like, you know, why we're spending this money. I've seen it also, and I typically try to advocate to other SEOs to to bring this type of mindset or framework into the justification or when they're pitching ideas for new initiatives. And in particular, when, you know, you're needing, like if you don't have a dedicated dev team and you're needing to get X amount of time in the upcoming sprints allocated towards it, getting into this mindset of like, okay, for these initiatives, what are, you know, what do we expect the input or the output to be from it? 
from that experience too, though, I found a lot of SEOs feel a little uncomfortable in that forecasting realm. And I think we know as part is like, hey, we don't control absolutely everything in the world of SEO. Like there are external factors that we may not be able to 100% account for. And I've seen a lot of pushback on forecasting because of those unknown factors. Would you have any recommendations for the listeners of dealing with that level of uncertainty when you're getting into forecasting or justifying kind of resources or spend behind different initiatives? Yes. And you know what? I think that too often the SEO industry is, is too shy about our forecasting models. And for good reasons, you know, because we care about what we are saying. That's super important. You know, we want to do, or we want to deliver what we are promising. This is, of course, su super important. And I think it's a, it's a great foundation. But let's not forget that every model used in an organization can always be challenged in some ways. For example, the model I described for us, you know, I was talking about the revenue inputs and I only mentioned the SEO traffic and revenue on the website. It means that by definition, I'm not even taking into account into this model the potential impact that SEO can have offline. And we know that SEO has, of course, an incredibly positive impact on what's happening in the, in the real world, if I can say that. So it means that my, my model is actually underestimating the impact that SEO can have on the total revenue of the client's organization. So just to answer and to go back to your question, it means that, of course, every model has limitations. But as long as the limitations are clearly explained, I think it's going to make this kind of framework extremely helpful and it's going to be understood by the broader organization. Okay? And of course, we want to do better. You know, you're right. Uh, the, the Ross model is, is currently not uh, dynamic. We want to make it dynamic. So for you to know, for example, in the platform, we are just in the middle of a, of a release of uh, split testing. Thanks to our automation capabilities, so we can uh, now have uh, some uh, split testing capabilities within the platform, meaning that you are going to be able to use a test and learn approach. And, and that's fantastic. And I want to attach to that the ROS framework because it means that you are going to have a level of granularity that is going to be even more powerful and probably closer to traditional advertising campaigns. And from my perspective, this is where the SEO industry should go because SEO is, I mean, you like it or not, but we are evaluated as a performance marketing channel. So it means that if we are not using the, you know, the same language as we said before, or the same kind of reasoning that the other performing uh, channels are using, we are going to miss opportunities. And me, as, as, as a strong believer in the, in the power of SEO, in its profitability, in its sustainability, it is clear that I want us, Spotify, and I want SEO to have a seat at the marketing table. 
you know, I want to be part of the uh, of the key marketing decisions. I, I want it's a bit selfish, but we at Boti at Botify we want to have access to a large SEO budgets because uh, large SEO investments means for Botify higher capacity to innovate, higher capacity to to build simply an even better product that is going to deliver even more value for our clients. So I think you understand my point. My point is really, I think it's positive for our ecosystem. It's certainly not perfect, okay? It's going to be better, but I think it's answering a very important pain point raised in every conversation we can have with partner, prospect, or client. Absolutely. And it's all the stakeholders that we're working with in SEO are coming from different backgrounds, different levels of familiarity around the work and the activities within SEO. So if we're doing our part to limit that bridge or that gap of the language of how we're talking about it, how we're evaluating it, it's going to make the activities and the efforts that much more approachable by these members from the other audiences. And I think it's it's a great recommendation too that you gave of you know, highlighting some of the assumptions and being transparent with when we are making assumptions. But I think a piece that should give SEOs comfort is all the other channels are doing the same thing. <laughs> like everyone having to make assumptions yeah. and no forecast, whether it's, you know, your own business or forecasting within, you know, the efforts of SEO, like no forecast is going to be perfect. You want to minimize those. But it's just, it's it's a component of the operation of business and the opportunity that we hold within SEO to be an active participant in those executive and those leadership conversations. It's one, yeah, we should have the strongest return on investment within the space, given the nature of how our segment and how our industry works. But also we're, and I mean, it's a little off subject here, but I feel like the other piece just in that executive conversation is we're holding on a wealth of knowledge to understanding consumer demand, consumer interest, how the general public is perceiving and looking for information related to the services that has so much value, not just in our activities to SEO, but also like what we can bring from the brand, the company, the strategy of a business is tremendous. Hey, of course, I so much agree with you and, and with this perspective. I mean, we know exactly what, what is search on the internet. We know the interest for brand. We know the interest for new product, for new topic. And yes, for executives, it's a true goldmine of information that can serve to shape the business priorities. So yes, and we should not be shy about it. And I, I don't think we as an industry, we are, to be, to be honest. We can always do more, certainly. But yes, so, so having this capacity to forecast, to measure the impact, to challenge opinions or assumptions is super important. Absolutely. Any kind of final words that you'd like to add on the, on the subject matter for our listeners? So, you know, maybe one thing that I want to, to say as a conclusion is that if you want to know more about this host, the framework, please reach out to me. This is really something that is open to everyone. 
So it's not a Botify concept. You know, it's an SEO concept. If anyone is interested in understanding better the, the framework and potentially use it for your own customers, that's absolutely uh, possible and I would be uh, eager to speak with you about it. Excellent. Well, much appreciated on that. And yeah, for the listeners out there, um, it's an amazing opportunity. So don't, don't be shy to, to take advantage of that. But with that, that wraps up this episode of the Voice of Search podcast. Thanks to Adrian Menard, CEO and co-founder at Botify for joining us. If you'd like to contact Adrian, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes, or be sure to visit his company's website at botify.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link to our show notes. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while listening to the podcast, you can head over to voiceofsearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes, contact information for our guests, and you can also send us your topic suggestions for SEO questions and apply to be a guest speaker on the Voice of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out to us on social media where our show handle is at Voices of Search or my personal handle at Tyson underscore Stockton. If you haven't subscribed yet and want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish a new episode every workday. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next following business day. That's all for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. Music.